in order to build a community, in order to support a community, in order to be there for others, you have to first and foremost be there for yourself. Evelyn Escobar is a thoughtful leader and change maker in the outdoor industry. She's thrown out the blueprint on how to grow a business and a nationwide network. She's building her movement a little differently, taking her time to do things in ways that align with her values. I only interacted with you twice and it was on email. (laughs) And your boundaries are totally (laughs) kick-ass. Thank you. I want to read people what your out-of-office message says. Do you want me to read it? Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. It says, Hi, thank you so much for reaching out. It is normal for me to take 48 hours to read emails an additional 48 hours to reflect and respond intentionally, especially now as a new mom. We are living through a time of heightened uncertainty and a culture of irrational immediacy. Your patience is much appreciated. I will get back to you at my earliest convenience. I'm Shelby Stanger, and this is Wild Ideas Worth Living, an REI Co-op Studios production. Five years ago, Evelyn founded the popular nonprofit hiking group, Hike Club. It started pretty intuitively. Evelyn wanted to see more diversity in the outdoors, so she created an organization that equips Black, Indigenous, and women of color with resources to heal and find joy in nature. Evelyn has taken an intentional approach to building a fun, stylish, and inclusive community. As a result, Hike Club has achieved an incredible amount of success. They've worked with several well-known brands like Nike and Nordstrom, and Evelyn recently got to interview one of her favorite musicians, Sierra. On top of all these career accomplishments, Evelyn also just became a new mom. Evelyn Escobar, welcome to Wild Ideas Worth Living. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So you're a new mom. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, she turned one in the end of May, literally the last day of May. I can't believe that she is this big now. And, you know, everyone always says it goes by so fast, but it really does. So we're just really enjoying every moment we can. Everyone I talk to says mothering is like the best adventure. Hmm. I love posing it that way. And the wildest. (laughs) Honestly, so wild. Probably the most wild adventure that I have been on yet. And I feel like I've done some pretty wild things. So, yeah, I can agree to that. I thought we'd start with your relationship to nature right now, today, as a mom, as an activist, as a leader. And how do you get outside and how do you enjoy experiencing it? Yes, honestly, I am doing a lot of hiking, but even just walking and just sitting outside, you know, now I'm also going to like so many parks and like getting on the playground and playing outside in that way. It's just really, it's always been this place for joy and just like exploration, but now kind of getting to do it again through the lens of an infant that is growing so much every single day. It has just been so fun to like really dive deep into my own inner child and be able to kind of like reparent myself in that way too. I feel like I'm always a big kid in general, you know, even before becoming a mother. But then when you actually have a child who, you know, you have to take out to do fun things, like you're really living your big kid dreams again. I love it. How did you get introduced to nature as a child? 
I mean, I grew up in the suburbs of D.C. I grew up in Northern Virginia. So there was a lot of opportunity to get outside. I had, like, woods behind my house, you know? So I just played in the woods with all the other kids in the neighborhood or played in the creek. And that was just normal. That's just what we did, you know? You just go outside to play. And um, But I didn't really have any, like, official, like, oh, we're going to go hiking or we're going to go camping. Like, I didn't really have any structured playtime in nature in that way, even though I literally grew up so close to, like, this big state park where you can do all of that stuff, but it just never felt like it was for me in that place. You know, there, it, it really does kind of feel segregated as far as, like, outdoor recreation goes, you know, like, those are white people things, and or we don't do that, or just, like, the unfamiliarity and also the historical implications that come with going outside and sleeping outside are not necessarily have a positive connotation for communities of color. So it's very interesting because I definitely grew up with somewhat close proximity, but it wasn't until I got to L.A. that I really like dove in. So what brought you to L.A.? So my aunt actually lived here while I was growing up. So my first visit was when I was 10 and she took me on like my first kind of hike experience. We went up to the observatory and I just remember being in like such awe of the observatory and the views. And so every time I would come visit her, we would always go hiking. So it was like kind of that thing where like, oh, I'm going to LA. I got to bring like my, at the, at this time, it was like my old running shoes to go hiking in, right? And then um, I ended up spending like a summer out in LA while I was in college doing an internship. And that summer was like my hiking summer. I did like all the major hikes. I really felt super comfortable with the land itself. And that led me to eventually moving after I graduated to LA because of the proximity to all the different natural environments, but also still having the city aspect. It felt like a good blend of both worlds. It's so cool that you say that LA has all these natural aspects along with the city because a lot of people don't think of LA as having kind of any nature. I think people just tend to forget that like LA when it comes to um, outdoor recreation just has so much to offer and not even that far away. The buzz of city life is a huge draw to Los Angeles, but it's easy to forget about the beautiful nature around L.A. County. With places like the Santa Monica Mountains, Angeles National Forest, and Malibu Beach, there's a huge variety of things to see and do. When Evelyn moved to L.A., she hit the trails and got even more into hiking and adventuring. A few years later, she was visiting some national parks when she came up with a wild idea to start Hike Club. Can you tell us how Hike Club came to be? Because it's so cool. And the name, like I don't even kind of get the name, but I like it. It's catchy. <laughs> yes. So basically, we're, we're actually celebrating um, five years this year. So I formed it in October of 2017. And... Uh, you know, it had been, I think, maybe two or three years that I had already been living in L.A. and already have having had that foundation of like doing all these hikes around the city 
And now I'm wanting to like venture out. So I eventually I go visit my first national park at the age of 23, which is so crazy that it took me 23 years to finally go to a national park. But I went to the Grand Canyon and to Zion. And it was on that trip that I realized just how white and homogenous the outdoors were and still are. And I always tell the story because it's so important. I just remember going to Zion and being met with like curious stares, being the only black woman out there. And I just was thinking to myself, that is so interesting because I look more like the people who this land is actually native to. You know, my ancestors are just a few miles south, um, also being indigenous to Guatemala. So it was just a very interesting experience because I thought I was going to like a touristy destination. And so in my mind, touristy equates to diversity. And that is not what I saw there. So understanding how quintessential a practice of going outdoors was to my own healing journey and to my own mental health, I realized that like I really need to help get other black and brown women out here so that they can experience what it means to just be in nature and so that I can one day have the experience where I can go to a national park and not be the only one. You know what I mean? Not Mm. feel isolated in that experience. Yeah. Okay. So then how did you decide like, okay, from that experience, I'm going to start a hike club instead of (laughs) calling it a hike club, I'm going to call it hike club. (laughs) It's just funny. (laughs) No, literally. So choosing the name, first of all, was intentionally funny because just like culturally, you know, there's just like so many different just isms as far as like renaming things and just like being playful with things. And so like going to the club is one of those <laughs> things. It. And so if I'm like, OK, I'm starting a high club, might as well just call it high club. You know what I mean? So it was intentionally lighthearted because while we are doing like real radical work, it's also rooted in joy and fun. And that was an intentional aspect. Now, did I know that, you know, five years later, we would be at this place where it's like, really official and we're a nonprofit and all these things and Hike Club would still be the name? No. So I still get a little chuckle out of that too. Also starting it was one of those things where I felt like I needed to do it and it wasn't necessarily in this like super organized way. It literally was like I saved the name on Instagram, started the profile. I told my friends, hey, thinking about starting a hiking club, will y'all come on Twitter and on Instagram? People said yes. I told them (laughs) where the first hike was. It was a hike up to the observatory, which was my first sort of go at a hike as a 10-year-old child. And so, you know, I had 10 friends show up, which I was like, wow, okay, this is really great. You know, there's 10 of us. Um, And we took photos. My husband took our photos. I posted them on the Instagram, and that is how it started. So, you know, for it to start that way and for us to be where we are now is just so wild. Truly a wild adventure from start to finish. I love that. I love that you didn't need like to go fundraise and get capital and you didn't write a business plan. You're like, screw it. I'm just inviting 10 friends. Simple. Like, that's awesome. But hiking even as a word is intimidating. I mean, let's be honest. Hiking is just walking outside. It is a glorified nature walk most of the time. But also I think one thing that even I have like 
trouble totally um, articulating is just that in regular conversation, you know, talking about nature, going out into nature, it's always like you're going into this place. But taking a step back and realizing like we are all inherently a part of nature so we are never separate from it and it's really important that when you realize that you are a part of it that everything that affects it affects you you look at it differently and you have an understanding and a basis of respect for all other living and non-living things what is a hike club to you and like how did you make yours different Mm. you know i think for me i've always just seen it as like this collective and in this safe space, you know, literally in the sense that I was hiking alone a lot before forming Hike Club and knowing that that's not the safest thing as a woman who may not see someone for, you know, 20, 30 minutes on a trail where you may or may not have service, but then also like figuratively for it to be truly this melting pot where you can bring your whole self or you can take up space And that to me just means um, coming just as you are, as your fullest, most vibrant self across any environment. And so naturally coming as that to a high club and fitting in and being welcomed. And so I think by not thinking about it in the lens of a hike club and more of this like collective community that is creative and that will not only help ourselves heal but also this sort of like intergenerational healing you know now with high club being this like multi-generational multi-racial movement is something that is very purposeful and intentional when we come back evelyn talks about using art and design to develop her brand how she thinks about building community, and her advice for going after your wild ideas. On Hike Club's first group outing in 2017, just 10 people showed up. Most of them were Evelyn's friends. Now, just five years later, Hike Club has hundreds of participants in multiple cities across North America. What started as a hiking group has turned into something much bigger. Black, indigenous, and women of color are getting outside together in all sorts of ways, whether it's hiking, bird watching, kayaking, or surfing. All of these activities are part of Evelyn's inclusive and unique vision. Evelyn's leadership revolves around showing up as her truest self. When she leads with authenticity, she attracts people who share her values. Evelyn considers herself multi-passionate. She loves getting outside, but she's also artistic and has an eye for design. The Heitkler brand is hip and it's playful. Their graphics and merch feature candy colors, sunset gradients, and a nostalgic vibe. Okay, so one thing I've noticed about Hike Club, just in looking on it online, is there's like beautiful art and graphics, and it just seems cool. So talk to me first about this. Like, how did you bring in like cool art and fashion, and 
work with all these different brands. And I know this was intentional because you seem to be a very intentional woman. Yes. Well, you know, it's so funny because, you know, again, this has just been such a period of reflection because this is like five years of high club. And so being this like culture shifter, cultural leader in the outdoor space is not something that I ever had on my radar. So the fact that that's now <laughs> this like role that I've stepped into, you know, it's still a lot to like process and just feel like, wow, I can't believe this is where we are now. Um, but I think the beauty and really like the the secret sauce for it to look and present the way that it does is the fact that I'm not coming in with this super outdoorsy traditional background. You know, my background was in like fashion and beauty, social media management as far as like work goes. And so, you know, the beautiful thing about a high club is it draws such a creative community. Like you can meet so many different types of women doing such cool things. You know, there are artists, there are designers, there's even, uh, you know, women who work at NASA. It is seriously insane, the people that it draws. And so because I have always approached it from this, like, unconventional place, you know, we've broadened the scope of, like, what it is to be in an outdoors group, what it is to be a high club, and, like, who can be in the mix. And being so intentional about working with artists and designers you know we have a very unique design language to Highclerb and it's something that like helps differentiate us from sort of like a traditional outdoor lens and I think that in itself has just invited a whole new crop of people to even think about going outside and then take that step to feel welcome and actually come and join us on a hike. It's very cool. So how does style like style, art, design, culture, travel, activism, and the outdoors, like all these things you're passionate about and doing, how do they all intersect? Honestly, um, I would just say like they make sense because it is me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it is just a genuine extension of who I am and what I'm interested in. And we are all multi-passionate people who have multitudes of interests and hobbies. And for me, I really am someone who has always kind of been like, I want to do everything that I feel passionate about, like very like go big or go home mentality when I'm like really deeply interested in something. And so naturally, all of these things that I am very passionate about come together and they make sense because I'm the glue that makes them stick. And I think all of us have those unique combinations of all these things that we're passionate about and being that glue that makes all those things make sense in their own way. Well, I think what's really cool is you're telling stories, not just like on Instagram, but through your hikes and through what you're doing. And you're helping other people recreate their stories. I know as a surf instructor, no job ever helped me change more lives than taking someone and showing them their first wave and then they would go home, they would like move across the country, leave bad relationships, change jobs. Yes. You must have some stories with Hike Club about people coming in and it affecting them on a personal level. 
Definitely. Which is obviously the most rewarding part of it all. And I think one of the common stories that we see is just like, well, first of all, we just have a lot of people who will come out by themselves, which is something I'm very proud of because that means that I've created a space that people feel so safe and welcomed in that they're willing to come out by themselves to meet a whole new group of people. But, you know, taking it a step further and seeing that this is a common story of women coming out alone, but then leaving with lasting friendships. And I actually just like ran into two women at a flea market here in LA. And one of the women had come on our nightclub on Catalina Island. And she was with another woman who she met from high club, who they're now like BFFs. And, you know, like they celebrated their birthdays with each other. And just seeing that makes me so happy because it has also become this tool to just like find your people on a deeper level, you know, like away from just the group, making lasting friendships and relationships. Also the stories of just like realizing their own power by going outside and by providing that space for themselves to like hear themselves and to listen to themselves. Much like my own story, it just is so energizing and so motivating, you know, even from like the mom level that now women are inspired to go out and take their kids out hiking or camping with them and feeling like they are totally capable of doing it because seeing me out there with my daughter on my back and I lead the hikes with her on my back and realizing like, okay, no, actually it isn't so hard is just amazing. Is it? Is it not hard? <laughs> it seems kind of hard. <laughs> Well, I always talk about this, like, mom power that comes from just birthing a child. Like, after that, you can truly just, like, hold them, carry them, and it comes from somewhere because you know you can't let them fall. So you just, like, have the power to just go the mile and make it happen. Evelyn set out with the mission to get more people of color out into nature. She's fostered new friendships, inspired fellow moms to seek adventure, and empowered women of color to enjoy outdoor spaces together. Hike Club is a growing community, and they're expanding the types of events they offer. For example, they host a hike through Prospect Park in New York, Birdwatch in Toronto, and Night Club, overnight camping trips that center BIPOC experiences. I want to talk to you about the power of building a community. Because not just you hiking. I mean, you've taken all these people who now have friends of their own and have invited other people. For you, what has building a community taught you? Hmm. I think one of the big things that um, I've had to learn is like, you know, in order to build a community, in order to support a community, in order to be there for others, you have to, first and foremost, be there for yourself. And so making sure that you are taking care of yourself and um, keeping a part of yourself for yourself is so important because I think a lot of times, you know, we can kind of like sacrifice ourselves in support of the mission and support of the journey. But by doing that, you know, you're not even operating at your best self for these things. Like you really have to make sure that you are putting on your face mask. Like they always say on the plane, you got to put your mask on before you put it on someone else or else you have nothing, which I think has been really challenging 
for me because I'm just like so go, go, go and I want to accomplish all of these things. But it's like, no, you know, slow and steady wins the race. You're going at your own pace. Take your time. Make sure that you have all that you need so that you can give everything you need to give to everyone else. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Advice to people listening who want to follow their own wild idea. My hope is that people listening feel empowered to just start, period. Um, Start wherever they are with whatever they can and know that that is more than enough. And that when you are in your flow, when you're doing what you are meant to be doing, the path unfolds itself. And you don't have to think about A through Z. You just have to think about A to B, which is just literally taking step one and commit to moving forward, commit to being nimble, commit to being intuitive and allowing yourself the time to process and to think about what is needed, about what the next step is, and also just like above all staying true to who you are and what it is that you even want to be doing in the first place. And if you do that, you cannot fail. You know, there's only learnings in this life. I think we came from such a time of like growing up in such a binary way of thinking of everything's good or bad or you're failing or you're succeeding. But when you see life as this long journey that it is and, you know, you're just learning lessons along the way, um, you realize that you cannot fail. Let's replace fail with redirection because you can only ever be redirected But if you see everything as an opportunity to learn and to grow from, then you cannot fail. For Evelyn, tackling her wild idea has meant staying open to opportunities and not dwelling on how things could go wrong. Because, as she reminds us, there is no wrong way to take a step closer to where you want to go. Evelyn Escobar, thank you so much for coming on Wild Ideas Worth Living. Your values of insight, intention, depth, and transparency have clearly played a large role in the creation of Hike Club, as well as just informing how you live your life. It was a joy to talk with you. If you want to learn more about the upcoming events that Hike Club is hosting, you can follow them on Instagram at Hike Club. That's H-I-K-E-C-L-E-R-B. I also highly recommend you check out Evelyn's personal Instagram at Eve Meets West. That's E-V-E-M-E-E-T-S-W-E-S-T. Wild Ideas Worth Living is part of the REI Podcast Network. It's hosted by me, Shelby Stanger, written and edited by Annie Fassler and Sylvia Thomas of Puddle Creative. Our senior producer is Chelsea Davis, and our associate producer is Jenny Barber. Our executive producers are Paolo Motola and Joe Crosby, who was once able to eat 32 hamburgers all at once. Impressive. As always, we appreciate when you follow this show, when you rate it, and when you take the time to write a review wherever you listen. And remember, some of the best adventures happen when you follow your wildest ideas.